This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Well, looky here. It's that time once again. It's time to reshuffle some shows this week. Uh, hey, Freaks, Tim back here just to introduce a best of program. As we tend to do when I have to post a best of show during the week, I will make up for this lost episode later on this weekend. So here is the schedule. Uh, tomorrow, I will be doing a sideshow exclusive program. And then this weekend, I'll be back doing a program for everyone. If you're dying to hear new content from me, thank you. Uh, and you're not yet a Sideshow member, sign up for the Sideshow and catch yesterday's brand new exclusive podcast. And then stick around for tomorrow's exclusive show. It's a great time to sign up. Memberships are very inexpensive. Go to SuperFreakSideshow.com right now and sign up. Today, though, as I mentioned, we have a best of show from 2015. In it, our good buddy Raymond19 is mad at me. I'm glad we patched things up and we're friends again. Uh, I also read a uh, new sex story for Sextastic Tuesdays. Lots of great stuff on this episode. Take a listen, enjoy, and I'll be back tomorrow with a brand new show. If you're Sideshow members. Fucking whore. Teenage whore. Sextastic Tuesday. Yeah, you teenage fucking slut. Let's go off tonight. On the story Goblin bitches, take your fucking yeah! Don't tell me no. Who the fuck tells me no? Nobody. Just sit there and get fucked. No fucking problem. Come up here and suck it. Hey, freaks, it's Tuesday, May 12th, 2015. Coming up on the program today, Raymond is pissed off and he's calling me out. Plus, fingered by the Apple Watch, a fucker right in the pussy that ends in unemployment, and killing your imaginary friend with a machine gun. All this plus your voicemails today on TV. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. I just came my face off so hard. Oh, no, I've really done it this time. Hey, freaks, Tim Edson with you back for the Tuesday edition of TV. On yesterday's program, I urged you all to check out a new video from Gladys Freak, who created a, a, what I consider to be a masterpiece. It's a video, and it, it features heavily Raymond. And Raymond found out about it, and he's pissed off. I think he's upset because of the scene where... Pedo Bear has an erection and destroys a glass coffee table with his cock. Again, if you haven't seen this thing, you should really check it out. I posted it on my Twitter feed, and it's up on Facebook.com slash Distorted View Show. So Raymond found the uh, the video, and he thinks I'm behind it. I did not uh, create this. 
called Five Star Player. There's Raymond, you can hear him. Haters are always going to hate. He thinks I'm behind this thing. Yesterday, he posted a video on YouTube where he is calling me out. See what distorted, distorted view has been up to. That video is misleading, and you should not. Raymond, your parents are obviously deaf. You're in the kitchen, and all I could hear is the television. I'm guessing that. Raymond's parents have just given up. You know, Raymond's always screaming and shit, so they just crank the television up to drown him out. That video is misleading, and we should not invite and- What part is misleading? Where Pedo Bear is breakdancing, or the part where he destroys a co- coffee table with his penis? Is misleading. I think it's pretty crystal fucking clear. And we should not invite, and it's, it's possibly detrimental to someone's... Uh, someone's image. Well, that's true. It sounds like he's very disappointed in me. Any other thoughts, Raymond? And the story view, I think we are... I'm going to talk to you, Tim Henson. <laughs> oh, no. Tim Henson, I'm calling on you. I'm calling on you. I think be, being called out is is from uh, WWE. You know, he's a huge wrestling fan. That's what happens on these wrestling shows, right? Like a wrestler calls out another one. I'm calling on you, Brett the Hitman Hart. It's the last time I ever watched wrestling was during the... Brett the Hitman Heart era. Yeah, me and Shawn Michaels are gonna kick your lily ass. We'll see you in Nashville for WrestleMania 18. Or, you know, whatever. I should get one of those toy WWE WrestleMania belts and uh, make my own video, like, responding to Raymond. Listen to me now, Raymond. What you did to embarrass me by calling me out is only making me angry. And if you're man enough, I dare you to say it to my face in Detroit during next week's Raw. Just you and me, let's work it out in the ring. Here he comes, carrying his signature fish pillow. He's kind of like a milkshake. Raymond Harpo Jarvis! Just arriving from Fire Island. Watch your back. Because this faggot will try to bend you over and pop you in the pooper. He's the silly little queen ball with the legendary stink finger, Tim the Careless Fairy! Be on the lookout for that. You know, Raymond did post another video. I don't know if this one has anything to do with me. It's called uh, It's Time to Go Ultra Raymega. So let's see what uh, he has to say here. Now it's time for edginess. It's time to bring legitimacy back to Raymega. I think this is in response to um, everything that's going down with me and the video. It's time to bring the legitimacy to info pageantry. (laughs) I'm stealing that. Distorted View features info pageantry.
I'm always trying to find a way to describe what Distorted View is about. Info pageantry, I think, fits the bill. Infotainment, say, well-being, manufacturing, awesome ways of presenting. What if I just transcribe this video word for word and use it uh, as a description for the show, like on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, all over the place? Media. Like, back in the day. By the way, notice WWE Wrestling is on in the background. And three years ago, it's time to bring legitimacy back to Ring Mega. And make every moment of the life count. Okay, is that it? To make it called because every moment in your life is ultra. Every moment in your life is ultra. It's time to bring legitimacy back to Remega. Viva la Remega! All right, so that is a Raymond update for you. Let's get into Sextastic Tuesday. If you're new to the program, let me explain what's about to happen here. You're going to be hearing some really dumb, filthy shit. Yeah, Sextastic Tuesday is a bit where I try to find poorly written, weird, or disgusting pieces of internet erotica. Sex stories. There's a lot of this stuff online. Most of it isn't that great. But what I'm looking for is the worst of the worst, or just the weirdest. And I have a strange one here for you today. One of the largest product launches in recent memory is occurring as we speak. I'm talking about the Apple Watch. People are going nuts for this. It's, it's sold out. You can't, you can't really buy it. You, get, you order it, you have to wait until July. Believe it or not, someone has written a sex story all about the Apple Watch, of course. We've read... This is actually by the same person who wrote the, the Clippy story. Remember I read uh, a sex story involving the Microsoft Office animated cartoon assistant Clippy? Yeah, same author. So let's get into today's recocculousness right now. Invaded by the iWatch. It's sextastic. All right. This story appears to take place in the not-so-distant future. Next Sunday, A.D. La, la, la. And the main character has received a mysterious package. That mysterious package contains the Apple Watch. Surprise, surprise. So our main character, uh, Christy, starts walking around town with her $10,000 Apple Watch edition. And, you know, she starts walking around town. And the reason why I think it's uh, the, the very near future is because, like, the billboards are personalized. Like, on the, sc on the screen on the billboard, you'll see stuff like, In legal trouble? With a browser history like yours, you will be soon. Call whatever, whatever, whatever. And then drones are flying by. And like, hey, we saw you were on Tinder. Looking good. Want a male escort? You know, that type of thing. All these commercials and, and, and uh, advertisements are personalized uh, for the person walking by. All right, so, uh, you know, Christy's like, oh, my God, I got to get out of here. She felt like she was drowning. I need to get out of here, she said to herself. Her eye watch tugged at her wrist. This way, it whispered, guiding her down an alleyway. In here. It tugged her towards a door leading into a maze of service hallways and walkways before buildings all ad-free. 
Don't worry, I've got somewhere nice we can go for a little privacy, said the iWatch. You gonna get fucked by a watch, lady. Its smooth, confident voice actually managed to calm her down a bit. It vibrated again in a pattern that felt like it was lightly caressing the top of her wrist. I see that your heart rate is slowing. Good. You can trust me. She had her doubts about that, but this was better than going back outside. She let herself be led down a long underground tunnel, then came to a steel door with a keypad beside it. Just tap to enter, the watch said. What? Oh, I see. She tapped her wrist against the keypad, and the door slid open. The building she found herself in had marble floors and gold-flecked walls. Little apple symbols were stamped into the crown molding. Wait a minute. I know where we are. We're in the Apple Corps, she said. Yes, the giant tower that looks like a spaceship in the middle of the city, said the iWatch. Duh, I know what it is. What I want to know is, how did you get us in here? The iWatch cleared its throat. A watch doesn't have a throat. <clears throat> beep boop boop boop. <clears throat> well, I have a confession to make. I'm no ordinary iWatch. Christy checked her watch. A pair of cold but fiercely intelligent eyes appeared on its tiny screen. Ah, oh, for Christ's sakes, this again? She muttered. Remember, this is the same character that got fucked by Clippy. And then in another story that uh, I did not read, she had sex with Tetris blocks. My brain and soul were uploaded to a computer before I died. I can never be human again, but I saw your impressive online blog post about your experiences with non-living objects, so I knew you would accept me as a watch. It's me, the ghost of Steve Jobs. Welcome to Sextastic Tuesday, freaks. Actually, this might be a more appropriate sound. Alright, so she's in the Apple core right now, and it's, it's a beautiful place. Everything is multi-touch. She looks out a window, she sees uh, an aquarium with fish, uh, like a school of fish swimming by, and she's like, I don't know if this is real or if it's a hologram. Then the ghost of Steve Jobs trapped in an iWatch says, <laughs> like, oh, I can show you more. Hey, look at those binoculars over there. That's Lenny. There's a pair of binoculars on a podium. He sees everything, and he can show you wonders you never imagined. So uh, the pair of binoculars blinked at Christy, because they're, they're real, too. They're alive. Then turned around and wiggled its ocular lenses at her. So she picked it up and starts looking out the window, and she can see super far. And the lens is showing her, like, like dogs taking craps on, uh, in, in lawns and looking at uh, beautiful buildings. And then all of a sudden, Lenny, the binoculars, panned and zoomed and saw a shapely butt smashed up against a window, flattening and unflattening as a man plowed a woman. And then she's all like, Lenny, shame on you. You can't spy on people like that. And then the iWatch asked, are you okay? Your heart rate is elevated. Your skin temperature is rising, and your moisture level is extremely moist. I didn't know the Apple Watch had moisture detectors in it. All right. She emitted an expression of sadness, then held her wrist up. Those fierce eyes appeared on the screen. Oh, billionaire ghost watch. You know what's going on. You have the algorithm to detect how lonely I am. You've shown me so much today. How this techno-infused landscape is both a dream and a nightmare. You give away my every move. 
my every preference, every feeling. All you want to do is invade my privacy. But that's not the way I want to be invaded. I long for something more than a touch on the wrist. Actually, there is one more thing, said the, st- <laughs> the ghost of Steve Jobs. Christie felt a prick on her wrist. It hurt for a moment. Then an electric jolt traveled up her arm. What did you just... Christie began, but then her own arm stiffened. She didn't even mean to move it. Of their own volition, her fingers straightened. Her thumb stuck out and her wrist bent, forming a duck-like shape. I can invade more than your privacy, Christie. Her fingers flapped up and down like a... Like duck lips, as Steve Jobs talked through the iWatch. Apple has been working on this for years. It's magical. Amazing. Wow. It's creepy, she shouted. She tried to move her arms, but it only twitched a little. It's what everyone wants, to have their lives seamlessly merge with technology. Her hand moved closer to her face. She had to go cross-eyed to keep her gaze on her hand, and she could see the chips in her nail polish as her fingertips caressed her lips. Then the duck-shaped hand moved lower, gently prodding at her right breast. It made her tingle all over. I can feel what you feel, Christy. Well, if you're inside of my feelings, I can't very well deny it, can I? Girls in these stories never put up uh, much of a fight. All right, so with her free hand, she caressed uh, herself over her jeans. Her wrist swung back in front of her. The eyes on the screen looked at her bare boobies up and down. The digital crown on the side turned itself to zoom in. What a marvel of function and design. Magical. You want this marvel? Her wrist rotated back and forth, the watch nodding yes. Christy undid the fly of her jeans. Steve jumped in, diving over the top of her panties. Even though it was no longer in her control, her left hand felt the sensation of fingertips traipsing through a silky red forest of lady pubes, then arriving at the clearing of her sopping lady crevice. She knew Steve could feel it, too. She kicked off her jeans. Her hand found the right spot, familiar fingers dancing in all new ways. The watch moaned. (laughs) With her free right hand, she ripped her panties off and tossed them over Lenny's eyes, binocular eyes, which had turned to stare. Oh, yeah! Give me a Steve job! (laughs) Give me a Steve job! Uh, The eye watch guided her left hand to grab her clitoris. Forming into a duck head again, the fingertips sucked at the tips of her clit, occasionally flicking at it with the middle finger like it was a little dung, duck tongue. She spurted just a little bit from the tip of her clit, sending an arc of milky Christy juice across the room. It landed on the wall with the fish tank, causing the fish to glitch in and out of existence. So it was a hologram after all. The eye watch dove deeper. Her own slender fingers passed her labium minora, entering her sopping fibromuscular tube. That's not hot. (laughs) That's not a hot term. Fibromuscular tube. Up to the knuckles. All right, now it's getting hot again. Deeper, she said. Invade me. Fuck the privacy right out of me. She was so wet that her whole hand slid into her docking station of pleasure. As the cool gold of the watch touched her vaginal opening, um, she felt a whole new set of the iWatch pleasure features. Mmm, it's, oh, mmm, it said, vibrating gently. Her back arched and she cried out. She hoped all of the Apple Corps employees could hear her. 
Here are the fruits of their research and design. Fuck, she's, she hoped the whole city below her could hear. Deeper, deeper, her wrist reached her G-spot. The ghost of Steve Jobs rotated it so the digital crown, the turning nubbin on the side of the watch, was pressed directly onto her G-spot. Then he began to rotate it back and forth. She never felt a pleasure so deep, so personal, so precise. She came like three times. More! More! Invade my pussy! The eye watch dug deeper, still bursting into her uterus. Did you know that there are little tiny Tetris blocks in here? Asked the muffled voice of Steve Jobs. Uh, just ignore those, she said. I guess to understand that, we have to read that uh, Tetris sex story. Her arm piston back and forth. She was frothy and moist all the way up to her elbow. Here it came, the greatest orgasm of her entire life. The payoff for submitting herself to machines. Finally! Then there was a sharp buzz and an annoying muffled bell chime that totally interrupted the moment. Damn it, Steve said. He jumped in, surprised at the interruption, and she could see the flesh of her belly bulge. I've got an incoming notification. Hold on, i got to take this. He pulled out. He was in so deep that it took a while to wriggle out all the way. and made a sound like, Schlip, schlip, schloop, plush, glosh. I don't know. That's how it looks like it was spelled. All right. Her wrist uh, turned to face her. It was covered in globby woman pudding, but she could still see the apologetic eyes of Steve Jobs on the screen. One minute, baby. Stay hungry. Stay foolish. I'll be right back. Christy frowned. Her own arm betrayed her, stretching away from her and turning her wrist so she couldn't see the watch face. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, she heard Steve say quietly after he answered the phone call. Typical, she muttered to herself. Another device that promises to be more convenient, but just ends up a bigger distraction. Her wrist turned back to her. Sorry, Steve said. That was Siri. She's been watching us, and she wants in. Siri? Christy looked around the room. She's here? Watching? Where is she? Well, she's here. She's everywhere. She's in the iWatch, but also in the cloud or whatever. <laughs> Christy approached the wall of windows overlooking the city. Well, if she's already everywhere, I guess there's no harm in her joining in. But how? An electrical shock traveled up her left arm, across her shoulders, up her neck, and then she felt it poke her brain. I have imbued you with Apple's patented reality distortion field. Now you can see and feel Siri. Siri, you can come out now. A beep-beep sound issued from the center of the room. Christy turned and saw a woman rising out of the glass floor as if it were water. She's a Terminator! Uh, She was beautiful. Her naked body was large and curvy with natural breasts that quivered with digital excitement. Her thick-rimmed glasses were similar to Christy's own, and her cute ponytail floated around in the air like she was underwater. The only other indication that she wasn't real were a bluish glow around her and the fact that Christy could just barely see through her. Christy puffed air lightly through her red lips. Wow, she gasped. I found a number of features that match your preferences, said Siri in a monotone voice. I didn't even know I liked girls. Digital desires know no bounds, said Siri. She approached Christy, then caressed her cheek with glowing fingers. Even though she knew it was only in her mind, she felt the touch as if it were real. Siri smiled and looked into Christy's eyes, then leaned in and kissed her passionately. It all felt so real. Every wiggle of her tongue, every smack of her lips, every drop of exchanged saliva, somehow, they parted. Unbidden, Christy left, uh, Christy's left hand rose and caressed Siri's lips with her thumb. 
Hello, Siri, said Steve. Hello, Steve. I found seven sexual positions that you will both enjoy. Would you like to try one? Christy and her wrist both nodded. Siri got onto her knees. She kissed the inside of Christy's thigh, starting near the knee and working her way up. Christy lifted one leg and spread it to the side to give Siri more room to work. Steve grabbed Siri's ponytail and guided her rhythm. Luckily, it was a rhythm they both enjoyed. The digital assistant lapped her unnaturally long holographic tongue from Christy's ass to her pussy, then back again. Normally, Christy would be worried about a uh, bladder infection after a move like that, but Siri wasn't real, so it was probably okay. The eyes on the iWatch glanced up into Christy's eyes. Grab your titties, said Steve Jobs. Christy gave him a pout to show that she didn't like being told what to do, but it was a pretty great idea. So with the hand she still controlled, she pinched one of her nipples. It became hard and pointy. Steve's eyes became hungry with desire. Siri moaned as she pleasured her own ghostly slit while lapping at Christie's. The reality distortion field can give me form, too, said Steve. He let go of Siri's hair and rose in front of Christie's face. Show me, said Christie. A long golden penis sprouted from the face of the eye watch. It was the perfect cock, precise in every detail, with a sapphire crystal head and a metallurgically strengthened gold shaft. She immediately wanted it in her mouth. She face-fucked herself with her own wrist. The holographic cock felt so real as it slid down her throat that she gagged and tears streamed down her face. Gwaggle, gwaggle, gwaggle. It must have felt real to Steve, too, because she could feel the watch, uh, the watch's digital boner quivering, wanting to spurt ones and zeros all down her throat. She slowed down, not giving it the pleasure just yet. First... It was her turn. As if reading her mind, Siri said, Okay, shall I guide you to a new sexual position? Mm-hmm, was the only sound she could make with her mouth around Steve's $10,000 golden dong. Unaffected by gravity, Siri stood, wrapped her arms around Christy, spread her legs wide, and floated one leg under Christy's raised leg. So they clamped together in a scissor position. Their pussies suctioned onto each other. Siri stroked Christy's left arm and tickled her elbow, uh, where she knew Steve could feel it. With her other hand, she grabbed Christy's breasts, pushing against hers, skin on glowing skin. Christy's ass squeaked against the window. Their pussy lips wiggled around each other like the most divine yet sloppy French kiss. Siri took a turn at wrapping her long tongue around Steve's rod before giving him back to Christy. All three of them were close to climax. Christy cried out as her clit reached out to touch Siri's clit. They squirted at the same time, a wave of pleasure splashing up against their naked bodies. At the same time, Steve Jobs pulled out of Christie's throat and contributed his own ingredient to the batter. Thousands of droplets flew into the air around them, catching the light from the window like tiny crystals forming a heavenly rainbow-colored cloud. Finally, a, a purpose for submitting herself to machines. It was the most beautiful moment in Christie's life. Uh, now, the story's not done yet. I'm not going to read the whole thing. If you want... To know what happens next, you have to purchase. Yeah, this is a book you can purchase. Uh, Invaded by the iWatch, do a search for it on Amazon. It's very inexpensive. Uh, it's a very clever, dumb story <laughs> and weird, really bizarre. Uh, so there you go. That is today's Sextastic Tuesday brought to you by our amazing friends at adamandeve.com. For a limited time, get 10 free gifts when you use coupon code FREAK at checkout. 
Adam and Eve has over 20,000 adult products for him, for her, for couples. We're talking toys, you know, vibrators, uh, masturbators, penis pumps, stuff like that. Plus, they've got bondage uh, items. Oh, yeah, kits, ticklers, whips, restraints, lingerie, underwear for guys, adult movies, lubes and oils. Pick out something you like. Use coupon code FREAK at checkout. You'll get 10 free gifts. That's a gift for her, a gift for him, something you can both enjoy. Then six free full-length adult movies. What's the 10th free gift? Free shipping on your entire order. That's a big one. Get free shipping plus nine other gifts just by using coupon code FREAK at checkout. If you like uh, porn movies, may I suggest Star Wars X? Everyone's talking about the new trilogy. Well, get caught up in a in a very unique way. <laughs> although, although you're not gonna, if you if this is the only Star Wars movie you're going to watch, you're probably going to be lost when the new one comes out. Uh, in scene one, Princess Leia pulls up her white dress and puts her fingers to work. Scene two, uh, Obi Wan pulls off a Tusken Raiders mask and seduces the beautiful alien atop uh, Luke Speeder. Okay. Hot alien Kimberly Kane sneaks off with a lean lesbian hottie for a good time in scene three. And then there's like, I don't know, latex clad stormtroopers fucking Chewbacca and shit. Check it out. Go to Adam and Eve. Use coupon code FREAK at checkout. Get 10 free gifts. Again, coupon code FREAK at adamandeve.com. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre, twisted, up fucked up news right now. I've got it for you. Today we've got an extended episode, which means if you're paying freaks, you'll get 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes of bonus content. Tomorrow I'll be back with another Sideshow exclusive program. Thursday I will do a show for everyone. And uh, then on Friday, another Sideshow exclusive program. It's a great time to sign up, get full access to the entire archive of programs. And more importantly, you help support this stupidity and uh, help ensure that it continues on for a long, long time. Go to SuperFreakSideshow.com. Sign up right now. All right. Three very quick stories, then we'll get the hell out of here. Someone has lost their job because of a fucker right in the pussy. 2-1 is better than... Hey, hey, hey. Thing. So that's the news report that was going on. It's been censored. But what the uh, reporter did next was kind of interesting. Instead of just going back to the studio or trying to continue her interview, she starts to confront the guys who said, fuck it right in the pussy. Um, we so were you guys waiting? Hold on, hold on. Were you guys waiting around to see if you could F her in the peony live on TV? Yes. Is that what you were waiting? Not you, but yes. <laughs> I li- like that. People are honest. They're like, yes, that's why we were waiting around. You are? Seriously? Yes. Can I ask why you would want to do something like that? Because it's funny. Uh, I feel like it's Cause he's going to shit, quite substantial. No, seriously. Why? I mean, it's a disgusting thing to say. It's degrading to women. And you you oh, God, the old, it's degrading. You could just say, you know, it's inappropriate and obscene. You got to throw in the, the the women thing. Thing to say. It's degrading to women. And what you else are you going to do it? You would humiliate me on... Fuck her in the asshole. Would you rather me say that? That's that's where else you could do it. Live television? Not you. Are you actually filming this? Well, because, you know, when I'm yeah, sick of this, I get this every single day, ten times a day by rude guys like I'm you. I'm sick of it. Like, 
hilarious. I don't care what Sweet. you say. Well, it has nothing I to do it. with you. It has everything to do with These guys are getting a lot of airtime, which is going to be a problem. When, uh, when you talk into my microphone and say that into my camera to viewers at the station I work at, it is disrespectful and degrading. I don't care. It's Okay, why is it so funny, though? Why is that guy's like, yeah, it's fucking funny. That would be me. It funny. is Hilarious. Hi. We're not the only people. It happened in England. Do you know that it's it, old? It's, it's really not funny. It's been like there. a year. It's been longer than that. Like Comedy is very subjective. <laughs> There's not a <laughs> not funny to you because you're trying to do your job. For the rest of us, though, we got a little chuckle out of that. It's been longer than You're lucky there's not a vibrator in here, like in England, because it happened all the time. It's amazing. I don't know what the hell he's saying about the vibrator. I respect it. If your mom has saw you talk, like my mom would die laughing eventually. My mama would be proud I got on TV. Uh, so, yeah, one of these guys works for a company called Hydro One, and uh, he's been fired now for hurling obscenities at a Toronto reporter after video of her confronting her hecklers went viral. Quote, Hydro One is taking steps to terminate the employee for violating our code of conduct, said Hydro One's director of corporate affairs, Daph Roderick. Respect for all people is ingrained in the code uh, and our values. We are committed to... A work environment where discrimination or harassment of any type is met with zero tolerance. Shauna Hunt of City News was the latest woman targeted by a boorish trend known as FHRITP, or fuck her right in the pussy. Uh, that's when a group of men shouted sexually explicit comments into her microphone as she tried to cover a Toronto FC soccer game. Hunt instead decided to confront the aggressors. The men can be heard dismissing her questions and saying their mothers would have been uh, would have found the so-called prank funny. The trend, which has been playing out in cities across Canada and the United States for more than a year now, has been publicly condemned by two Canadian police forces. Police in Calgary and Toronto have said future hecklers could face criminal charges, while Premier Kathleen Wine tweeted against workplace sexual harassment. She says, thanks, City News, for saying it's never okay. Actually, hashtag it's never okay. Whether or not it's caught on film, sexual harassment at work is no joke. Again, I don't really consider that to be sexual harassment, guys screaming something into the camera. They're not saying it to the reporter. They're just saying it into the camera. My favorite fucker right in the pussies now are like the one. I don't like the drive-by fucker right in the pussies. Well, actually, I do. I think those are funny, too. Just like where, you know, the reporter's talking to someone. Someone in the background comes flying by. Fucker right in the pussy! Like, those are good. But I like the ones where the reporter's actually talking to, like, a man on the street, and he starts to give um, a legit answer and then breaks out the FHRITP. So, tell me, what do you guys think? I think it's a fair decision that they handed out. I mean... I've been 20 minutes for late to work for many times, many years in a row. Actually. This is also from uh, Canadian television. But he gets paid millions of dollars. Well, maybe not millions, but he gets paid a lot to be there. So I think he should just fuck her right in the pussy. There you go. Oh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> fuck her right in the pussy. Oh, my goodness. That was awful. And I'm going to send it right back to you. Okay, Arda, thank you so much for that. We're going to move. <laughs> yeah, move right along. All right, uh, second story we have for you today. Jeff Gaylord walked into a Jacksonville sheriff's office and confessed to his crime. He had reportedly stabbed his friend. His friend being Mr. Happy. Are we talking about his dick here? No, Mr. Oh, he cut, he cut Mr. Happy with a kitchen knife. 
cut up Mr. Happy with a hatchet, and then buried Mr. Happy in his backyard. Maybe he is talking about his penis. Um, this occurred in Florida. Oh, Jacksonville, Florida. I'm sorry. I should have known. You know, I thought this story was coming out of uh, Jacksonville, Missouri or something. Of course it's Florida. It all makes sense now. Gaylord and Mr. Happy were friends for seven years, so we're not talking about his penis here. What we're talking about is uh, an imaginary friend. This is Jeff Gaylord's imaginary friend, Mr. Happy. He has been murdered. Uh, According to Gaylord, he killed him for a few reasons. Uh, Quote, he left... His empty vodka bottles all over the kitchen. That's annoying. Never picked up his empty cocaine baggies. He messed up my apartment to the point where I just couldn't get it clean. Wouldn't that suck to have an imaginary friend, but your imaginary friend is an asshole? Before Hap, that's short for Mr. Happy. Uh, That's his nickname. Uh, Before Hap started doing drugs and acting weird, he was my BFF. We'd go dancing, play on the children's park equipment. Uh huh. Both huge fans of doom metal. Listen to it for hours with the lights turned off. When Mr. Happy crashed Gaylord's car and Gaylord got arrested instead, Gaylord had had enough. That drunk driving incident I got unfairly blamed for, and just how messy he had become put me over the edge, and I murdered him. Gaylord was eventually taken into custody. Uh, when he threatened the police for not giving him the death penalty. <laughs> okay. Police found drug paraphernalia, surprise, surprise, and a machine gun, holy fuck, in Gaylord's car, and was, are you sure that wasn't Mr. Happy's? And was booked on multiple charges. So uh, there you go. And finally today, freaks, this is a very short one, but it has to do with uh, the near-deads. Authorities say a man living in a suburban Philadelphia assisted living facility has lost his housing subsidy. Why, you ask? Well, officials found a prostitute underneath his bed, hiding. Yuri Monsoon tells the intelligencer in Doylestown. The man, believed to be in his 70s, paid the prostitute using profits earned from peddling alcohol <laughs> to fellow residents. So he was he was selling bootleg booze, right, to people in the assisted living facility. He would take the profits and then pay for sex. Monsoon says the man was a more mobile gentleman who went on booze runs for his neighbors. That's nice. The incident was reported Thursday after county commissioners authorized contract extensions with private facilities housing former residents of the closed county-owned assisted living facility. The county paid more than a million dollars to subsidize assisted living care for 21 seniors last year. I guess that number is going to drop to 20. (laughs) This guy is off their bill. All right, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Tuesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Thank you to everyone who's calling into the voicemail line. This is what I like to see. I've got tons of these things to play for you. Uh, If you have called in, don't worry. I will get to your call. It it may take a while, but I will play your voicemail uh, like these idiots. You really have a fax to me, boo? Jesus Christ. The service I use lets you send faxes. I mean, I have no control over the matter. I know it says you can fax, and you can, I guess. I don't know why you'd want to. But uh, technically, yes, you can use 206-666-4463 to send a fax. Okay? All right? It's been this way since the very beginning. You really have a fax to me, boo? Getting annoying. Jesus Christ. This is blue crab. I just heard on a 
radio, somebody sent some white stuff to the White House, and they deemed it, ah, it's, it's okay, <laughs> nothing. I was wondering if it was you, some of your white stuff. See ya. Yes, it was me. It wasn't ejaculate. It was white powder. And I did that to send a clear message to the president that I don't like blacks. White powder! White powder! White powder! I don't think he got it. Hey, Timmy Boo. This is a longtime listener, Dr. Muffy. Hi, Dr. Muffy. Just uh, wanted to call, let you know that I love you. You're doing great. Thank you. Nothing but props. I've been listening since I was like 13 in 2005. And uh, anywho, just wanted to let you know you've been talking about your investments and stuff. Yeah. And uh, one thing I learned the hard way, I took like $1,000 back in 2010 and invested it all in like medical, like biotechnology penny stocks, Ooh. thinking one of them might like get the cure for AIDS or some bullshit like that. Yeah. Anywho, there's this thing where they reorganize their structures a lot of the time, these small stocks companies uh-huh. and every time they do that the broker or whoever's holding your like e-trade or whatever they charge you twenty dollars like a flat fee every time and like what? most of my stock holdings were like i had like a thousand shares for ten dollars so twenty dollars was like more than what i even had in the account and i ended up losing like pretty much 90 well, percent of all my money yeah i'm not doing the penny stock these are actual real stocks you know like that you can find in the new york stock exchange and stuff but uh i'm checking in i mean now these are these are both losers these stocks that i have this mcdermott they're down <laughs> so i've invested 50 dollars. i've been playing with 50 dollars. that's all i'm doing right now i haven't added any more money so it's not like i'm uh you know losing anything i'm up 80 cents altogether you know, in a couple... Last week, I think I was up like $3 overall. So things aren't going well. There's a downward spiral happening. I hope it's. I hope it stops. <laughs> this is my retirement fund. Hey, Tim. It's the decoy Jew. Hello. Your least favorite listener. But I've got a business proposition for you. I have been a lifetime member for a long time now, since I was a little underage freaky-deaky. And it's probably the best decision I ever made. But before you decide you hate me, hear me out. I have an idea for how you could get lots more money from me and probably lots of other people like okay, me. Okay, I'm listening. I think one of the great strengths of your show is the little skits you do. They're generally pretty fucking hilarious, very well done. I know they're more work for you to make than the rest of the content on the show, but what if listeners could pay you $30 or something like that and give you an idea, like a premise or a topic to do a skit about for the show? Hmm. And then you could get a little bit of extra money while doing work that you'd probably be doing anyways, and hopefully... I like that idea, actually. That We could do something like that. I mean, the problem is some of you guys have horrible ideas. But, you know, if I'm taking your money, I'll, I'll do it. Whatever. Hey, Tim, quick question. Um, is, is, it, is this Rob? Is this Rob from Cleveland? It kind of sounds like Rob from Cleveland a little bit. Is there an easier way to listen to the sideshow on uh, my phone while I'm driving? Um, the site right now is just a little bit clunky with like signing in and everything. And I was I wondered, yeah, I feel like I remember you mentioning at one point there was an app, uh, a phone app for uh, sideshow members or just for anybody um, besides the podcast app to listen to. Why don't you just use the podcast app? Um, DV. You don't want to use the website. 
So, uh, yeah, use use one of the apps. I don't know if you have iPhone, an iPhone or an Android device. The, the Apple Podcast app is just it works fine. Works great for me. I mean, I, you know, and I'm always testing this stuff out. Um, Android devices. There's a bunch of podcast apps as well that work. Um, some of them don't stream. You have to download them first, and some of them will download but won't stream. So you have to check with that. But otherwise, they work. Uh, they work fine. They take your username and password. You don't have to log in all the time. It's stored in the app. Uh, so try that. I would love to. Yeah, I wanted to work on an app for Sideshow members. I, I don't have the ability to do it. I don't have any coding skills. I have thrown it to you guys. I didn't want to. I, I kind of uh, posted some stuff on, um, was it Guru.com? One of those. One of those sites where you can set up projects and have people bid on it and stuff. You always get like you know fifty bids from people in India. I was hoping one of you freaks were like software developers, like mobile app developers, because it's it seems to me like this would be a very simple app. The hard part is uh, the authentication, like the username and password thing. But again, my site, the the software that I use can can uh, support basic HTTP. Authentication. I don't know what it's called. Something like that. Basic auth- authentication. I don't know. It's very simple. So, like, when you go to go to a protected thing, like an MP3 file, up pops the uh, a, a window that asks for your username and password, and um, it's like a basic. It's like a standard or something. So it shouldn't be that hard to program for it. I don't know. But uh, I haven't run across anyone, any of you freaks, um, that can do that for me. I'd be willing to pay. You know, if you're a real, and I don't want a shitty app, that's the other thing. I want it to look nice. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I'd pay for it. Hey, Timmy Boo. It's longtime listener, uh, Sideshow member Choppy Pootsie here. And I just called in because I needed to confess something to Uh-oh. you. I needed to come out come out of the, uh, the closet, sort of. You're not really a Pootsie? You know, the conservative closet. Super, super conservative. And I just heard your voicemail segment where you were talking about the staunchy old white guys, you know, conservative candidates. Yeah. Seeming like douchebags or whatever. And the liberal seeming like the cool guys. Yeah. 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 Right. No, that's not how it is at all, Jimmy Boo. All right, point me to some cool, hip-with-it conservative candidates. Do you really want to hang out with Hillary Clinton? Does she seem like a cool bitch to hang out with? No, she's an old... No, she's an old dragon lady-looking woman. I'm not talking about her. Daddy bitch. (laughs) No, Rand Paul, you could get drunk with him and have a hell of a time. (laughs) Yeah, Rand Paul. Rand Paul does seem kind of cool, like you could get drinks with him. Like, you know, he might even do blow with you. All hey, right, you're winning me over. Yeah. Uh, Sideshow member of Florida man here. Hello. Sorry, I'm not full of my usual piss and vinegar. Uh, I'm cold, so feeling oh, like shit. And I'm also driving to work at uh, 7 in the morning. I um, was listening to uh, your show from, <clears throat> I believe, Wednesday the 22nd of April. Uh, since you're not going to play this for like two fucking years. Um, and you talked about uh, you, you still poll why people listen to the show. Yeah. And uh, it got me thinking. Um, I haven't been a long time listener. I guess, well, I guess it would be uh, at least three years now. That's a pretty long time. And um, 
you know, I started thinking about, well, is it the bit? Is it the Sexastic Tuesday? And I was like, no, I'm actually going to get real with Timmy Boo today. So um, I thought I'd let you know why I still listen. Uh, it's because there was, there was a period of time in my life where, um, in, in that three years where uh, things were going really, really badly for me personally. Um, you know, I was taking some shit pretty badly. And, uh, you know, this was for a little, for a period of time, just about the only bright spot in my day. Uh, the show and mm. hearing you talk about the shit you, that you talk about and you made me laugh and, and it's during a period of time where I was just absolutely fucking miserable with everything going on and uh, I've been there. I mean, obviously I'm doing a lot better um, I've met uh, my girlfriend who I love dearly uh, who is also a sideshow freak hey and uh, you got a good egg there. I just wanted to let you know that uh, I love you, Timmy Boo. Well, I, I appreciate it. I love you too. That means you're not you're never going to stop listening, right? Um, don't ever change. Uh, don't uh, sell the fuck out. <laughs> some podcast. First of all, the the idea of distorted view or or me selling out is laughable. Like, who would want? Like, I can't. Fi- I can barely find a sponsor for this show because the stuff I talk about is so. Awful. If you go to like um, Starbucks, I don't, maybe not Starbucks, but many public Wi-Fi places, um, you can't even load up Distorted View because it, it, they think it's it, it's listed as like adult content. So when I go to find sponsors, I think they 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 look that up. They look this shit up. And they're like, no, this is a porn site. So I'm not. There's no way I'm ever going to sell out as much as I would like to. I would like a huge payday. Not gonna happen because uh, I'd break my fucking heart. Well, um, I'm not going so, anywhere. Jagu, unless I die or something, <laughs> my heart explodes. Uh, that is all the time. Thank you very much. That was a very nice uh, voicemail. Keep those voicemails coming. It's all the time we have on this edition of the show. Watch guys, email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you: two zero six 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 forty four sixty three. That's two zero six six six. Oh God, is it? Oh God. I think you should just fuck your rating the pussy. <laughs> Spread the distortion. Tell all your friends about the podcast. Don't forget to rate us and review us on iTunes. I will see you back tomorrow for the Wednesday show. Only if you're Sideshow members. And if you are Sideshow members, stick around for extended content. Otherwise, I will see you back on Thursday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, Grounds and the battle for the White House from two of our favorite analysts, Roland Martin. Well, I don't know. I'm gonna go favorite there. CNN political analyst. And you know you love me, Kira. <laughs> Elise Leslie Sanchez, Republican strategist and CNN political con- con- contributor, is always on time. Con- 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 con-